Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride I see narcissistic people They're everywhere! Today, we're going to be talking about how to deal with narcissists and other toxic people. We have to work with them. We have to eat with them. We have to sleep with them because sometimes our spouses, our partners can be narcissistic as well. We have narcissistic children. We have narcissistic family members. People all around us are dealing with this. And at times, we even have to check ourselves um, and see how toxic we really are. Welcome to Queen Ting's Queen. I'm LaShawn Brooks, your friend, because I am going to tell you the raw truth and also your coach. I'm here to help you make forward progress in life and in business so that you can build a strong legacy for the people that are coming behind you. Now, as I said, narcissistic people, toxic people are all around us all the time. And really when it comes to people, it's all in learning what you need to expect. What do you need to expect rather than what you thought you should expect? Sometimes we get um, so disappointed because we're expecting things from the people that are around us. We're expecting things from our spouse you know, I'm, I'm expecting something from a spouse or a partner, or I'm expecting something from my children. And when I get the complete opposite of what I am expecting, it causes a whole lot of disappointment in me. It causes me to um, sometimes draw back. It causes the relationship to have a break, or it causes me to repeatedly keep putting my expectations on this person And I just keep getting hurt over and over and over again. Well, I want to help you so that you're not getting hurt, that you're not getting disappointed. And also so that your business doesn't go under because you keep expecting the wrong things from the wrong people, right? A client that I work with some time ago um, had an employee. She was super, super talented. When I say super talented, I'm talking about could get things done, okay? She had an amazing track record of getting the job done, of you know bringing an increase into the businesses that she had worked for in the past. And when my client hired her, my client expected that this person was gonna come in and give amazing work. And listen, she was absolutely amazing at what she did. She brought in some amazing work, but along with um, the amazing work, she also brought in a whole lot of confusion, a whole lot of problems because she would come in and say things to the other employees that needed to be kept confidential. Her skills were amazing, but her character was chewed. She made a lot of progress in the business, but then she would complain to coworkers about the finances, um, just sharing things that needed to stay private. And so here you have someone who comes in and does amazing work, but then on the back end of all the amazing work uh, becomes toxic for the work environment. When, when I was um, running a school back in the day for, for my family and, and our church as a pastor uh, back in the day, 
we would call that a cancer. When you have someone that comes in and starts talking to other people about stuff that they do not need to be talking about, oh, we would call that a cancer. And in our minds, it was like, hey, you know, we would sit together and kind of talk and say, hey, we got to somehow deal with this cancer. Either this cancer (laughs) is going to have to uh, go on a fast and starve itself out or We're going to have to cut it out. We're going to have to do something drastic so that we can save the rest of the folks. And so it was really hard for my client because, you know, this person was bringing in such, you know, a a huge, huge part of the revenue, but then at the same time, sabotaging the business because of, um, just talking so much stuff and that, I mean, just messy, you know, when people get messy things, just can go downhill because of the messiness. This doesn't only happen in businesses. This also happens in families, you know, where here you are, you have family members that are so kind, so nice to you, you know, when, when they're in person and then go behind your back and start talking about your life, talking about your struggles. Ever have that happen to you? I definitely <laughs> have had that happen to me. And so in in certain circumstances, you have people that you are expecting a certain level of in business expertise. I'm, I'm looking for a certain level of professionalism. You know, when I'm looking to hire someone, I need someone that has a level of professionalism in their skill, but also in their character as well. And when it comes to family members, I'm, I'm looking to, you know, have family members um, in my life that not only are there to say, hey, how you doing at Christmas time, but all year long, you, you've got my back. You're not spewing, you know, all of my business out to, to, <laughs> to get a rise out of the other family members. Like, yo, what is the deal, you know? And so here we are, we, we're expecting certain things from certain people, but there are times when certain people's character don't, it doesn't line up with what they're able to do. It doesn't line up with their charisma. You can have a family member that you love being around. There's so much fun. They're so funny. Or a friend. They're so funny. There's so much fun. We we go out once a week. We have dinner. We have drinks. And it is absolutely amazing. But after that time that you're together and everything is amazing, they let you down. They let your expectations down because they talk behind your back. They share intimate details with other people, uh, the things that you have shared with them. And that is, it's disappointing. You know, it, it, it can, it can break your heart, especially when your expectations of a person are so high. Let's think about, um, even coming into spiritual communities. Sometimes you believe that your spiritual community is going to be absolutely amazing because when you get in there, the worship is amazing. You know, the preaching is absolutely amazing. But then when you start to get to meet the person who led worship or the person who preached, or you start to meet the different people who are leaders, um, or, or just lay members and volunteers, um, there in that culture, you start to find, wait, there, this is not what I was expecting. You know, people are not who we expect them to be 
all the time. And just because you are drawn to a person, drawn to their skill or drawn to whatever it is that attracted you in the first place, it doesn't mean that they have the character to uphold it. Now, some people, um, because they have a lack of character, it, it can come from so many different things. There are times where people lack character, they lack the know-how, you know, they, they don't understand how to keep their mouths closed. <laughs> you know, you run into people also that actually don't have your best interest in mind. They want to sabotage you. They want to sabotage the progress that you're trying to make. But for whatever reason, whether it's because their background has, you know, uh, kept them um, in a space of having a bad habit of talking and, and, and sharing your information or whether they're sabotaging you on purpose, it is all toxic and unsafe for you. It's all toxic and unsafe for your business as well. So how do we deal? How, how do we deal with toxic people, people who are um, dashing our little expectations to the ground. You know what? Even thinking about a spouse, someone that you love, a romantic partner, uh, someone that you have poured your heart out to, maybe they're not gossiping um, about you, but maybe after you shared your weaknesses, your dreams, your fears with them, Later on down the line, when it's convenient, they take those fears, they take those weaknesses, and they use them against you. That can be pretty scary, you know. Um, Sometimes we don't even realize that um, we have been sitting in spaces where it's emotionally violent for us. It's emotionally unsafe. Dealing with a narcissistic person is emotionally unsafe unsafe. They're not putting their hands on you. They're not putting their hands on you in the workplace, right? Dealing with a person who gossips and shares all of your business. They're not putting your hands on you and slapping you uh, physically, but emotionally, they are dealing you some serious blows. They're dealing your business some serious blows. They're dealing the structure of your family some serious blows. You get exhausted emotionally dealing with people like this. How do you know that you are emotionally exhausted? It's when your creativity is gone. You want to be creative. You want to get out there and do more marketing or you want to, you know, create new meals for your family and you can hardly cook. You can hardly do the marketing that you need to do. You can hardly get up in the morning. The things that you once loved are now a burden to you. Why? Because you're emotionally exhausted. So what do we do? How do, how do I deal with this person who comes in every morning into the office and says, good morning, everyone. I bought every one of you donuts and coffee and all of this goodness. And I'm, I'm showering all of these goods on all of you. But then in a few minutes, I'm going to be talking behind your back, or I'm going to be undercutting something that you say in a meeting. How do we deal with that? 
How do we deal with the spouse that makes love to you? I mean, just so passionately and it's just so good. Like, it's just so amazing. Like, oh my God, you understand my body and I respond to you so amazingly. And then after the wonderful lovemaking session, you have breakfast and over breakfast, they begin telling you (laughs) how weak you are and how you need to line up to their standards of living. Yeah. How do we deal with that? I'm going to give you some tips on this. And, um, some of these tips I learned, um, from a psychologist that I, um, I just really, I really like how he does what he does. And he deals with people who are, um, suffering from codependence. Codependence, um, is, is, is like is pretty much an addiction. And so he works with people who um, are dealing with codependence because some people can become codependent on the toxic people in their lives. We, we get trauma bonds. We start hooking up to people who are narcissistic. And sometimes that can become like an addiction for us. But we are going to break this addiction to toxic people today. So one of the things that I um, have learned um, in my time of coaching and working with people, moving them towards mental wellness, life wellness, and business wellness is number one, you, you've got to move your expectations out of the way. Move your expectations out of the way. That's the first thing that you have to do. When I wake up in the morning, this person is going to come in. They're going to be so amazing to me. They are going to greet me, check on me. They've got all of the mechanics parts down. They, as I share, they know how to make love to me amazingly. So in the morning, I greet this person, you know, they're my spouse, or I walk into the office and, you know, this person knows how to greet everyone, knows how to make everybody feel absolutely amazing with their words. Number one, when I walk in, I need to move my expectations out of the way. So I'm walking in with zero expectations. I don't expect you to be good towards me. I don't expect you to do anything wrong towards me. I'm just going to come in with a blank slate and that's where we move to number two. Number two, after I move my expectations out of the way, next, I want to become a journalist. I want to become a journalist after I move my expectations, my emotions out of the way. So I don't get disappointed early in the morning. The first thing I move my expectations out of the way. And the second thing is I want to become a journalist. What does a journalist do? A journalist gathers information through, through writing the info down through recordings, through pictures. What, what is that journalist doing? I am writing information down so that I can use this information later. Now, journalists take the information and usually um, send it out to the masses, but that's not what, what we're trying to do. We're not trying to do expose here. What we are trying to do here is use this information so that we know what we need to expect and what we don't need to expect any longer, right? Because if I keep getting disappointed, it's because my expectations are out there. And so if I'm putting my expectations out there and every single day or once a week, you're coming in and disappointing them. If I take my expectations away, 
then I no longer have to worry about being disappointed, right? My expectations are moved out of the way and now I become a journalist. I'm going to take notes. Yes, I like seriously. I'm going to move my feelings out of the way. I'm not going to absorb the way that you're treating me. Instead, I am going to observe it. I'm going to pay close attention. Hmm, This morning, you were very, very cheery. That's great. I'm writing it down. I'm not taking it in. I'm not going to get all these lovey-dovey feelings because you were cheery. I'm not going to bite the donut because you were cheery. I am going to write that down. What am I doing? I'm observing. I'm observing your cycles of behavior. Next morning, I'm going to watch. You come in. I'm going to be cordial. I'm going to greet you. Hi, how are you? But I have my emotions on the shelf over here because at this point, I'm not giving them to you. At this point, my emotions are sitting on the shelf and I am just observing how you behave. Why? Because I'm going to use this information later so I know how to deal with you. I know what to expect of you, right? So take about seven days. And for some people, it may take a bit longer, maybe a couple of weeks. But usually within seven days, you'll begin to see a person's cycle of behavior. And as you watch their cycle of behavior, take notes on that cycle of behavior so that you don't forget. If you are anything like me, a serious, serious empath, (laughs) Like I was raised to be an empath. I was raised to rescue the world, being a preacher's kid and then, you know, becoming a pastor later in life myself. I wanted to rescue the entire world, right? And so you can become extremely empathetic and everybody, you know, you start to give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, they had a they had a rough life before they they met you and that's why they keep dogging you out. That's why they keep being so emotionally violent. And so I would ignore the damage that was being done to me and I would focus on trying to heal this person that didn't even They didn't even think they needed to heal. (laughs) And so the relationship would be extremely one-sided and I kept being so disappointed, right? So now let's move our emotions out of the way. Emotions sitting on the shelf. Empathy on the shelf, (laughs) right? I'm not here to be your rehabilitation center. I am strictly here for the next seven to 10 days to observe your cycle of behavior. I'm writing it down. I'm going to remember. Oh my God, it would be so bad because many days I wouldn't even remember what the person did. You know, it was just my conditioning and my kids, my kids would get over on this. After a while, my kids got really smart with me and they would see mommy doesn't even remember that I backtalked her a few minutes ago because I was so quick to forgive. I didn't take note that no, there needs to be some boundaries set here because of your toxic behavior. And my kids would get over on me big, like big time because I would literally forgive and forget so fast, right? But here, I'm not asking you to forgive and forget. And yes, I understand maybe your beliefs say that you need to forgive. Okay, great. But don't forget That is God's role in people's life, (laughs) right? 
okay? Your role in this situation is to observe and don't forget when somebody shows you who they are, when someone keeps showing you what their character is like, don't forget, write it down, take notes on that joker (laughs) and pay attention to the cycle so that you can start to expect what you need to expect. Now, once you observe, right, you set your emotions on the shelf and you just start to observe this person. Number three, now you can put your expectations where they belong, right? It's the first of the month. And normally at the first of the month, this person has got a new lease on life. They just got paid. (laughs) and now they're happy, right? But in about a week from now, when they have taken care of all their bills, they've, they've, (laughs) they've gone out a couple of times, a couple of weekends, a week from now, or a few weeks from now, when the money starts getting low and they're waiting till the next check comes on the 15th, that's when they start getting real crabby again. That's, that's when they start getting really divisive again. Why? Because you've, you've paid attention. You see, That's when all of the gaslighting begins again, right? When when, when you've paid close attention to that cycle, you can begin expecting what you need to expect. Your expectations are now where they belong. You can take those expectations off the shelf and you can start to expect those cycles that you wrote down. Now, sometimes if you're like me, who was so, you know, so willing to forgive and forget everything someone did, I literally would have to go back to my notes, read my notes again and go, oh my God, this is what they said. Like literally a whole disassociation issue from my conditioning. But literally I would have to go back to my notes and say, don't forget that this is what they said to you last week, I needed to expect this person to be who they truly were. Because listen, dealing with um, someone who has narcissistic tendencies, dealing with uh, toxic people, my goodness, if you're not careful, they will talk you out of exactly what you know to be true every single time. They will make you believe that they're the most amazing person on the planet because yesterday they chewed you out, dogged you out, and now in the morning you have your favorite cup of coffee sitting on the <laughs> sitting on your desk. It is confusing. So make sure you write those things down. And now that you've got your expectations off of the shelf, you are going to use your expectations wisely and only expect people to be who they have shown you that they are. Don't expect them to be something else. Don't expect them to be giving when you know that you have observed their stinginess all this time. Don't expect them to be a confidant when every time you shared something with them, they took it and shared it with the rest of the world, or they shared it with someone that is their confidant, and then their confidant is acting weird towards you. You don't even know what happened, but you know that it's because of what this person has been sharing about you, yeah? Now that your expectations are off the shelf, use them 
wisely. And when you use your expectations wisely, now you know where you can invest and where you don't need to invest. Where should you invest your life story? Not into the people that are going to go and tell the whole world, but invest it into people that can benefit from it. Invest it into the people that are going to hold it as something that's sacred. Where am I going to invest my emotions now? I will invest my emotions into those that I can trust that are going to be a safe space for me, a safe space for my emotions. Because narcissistic people and toxic people, they are not worth your emotions. They're not worth your emotional state, right? You go in, you say, oh my God, what you did made me so sad. And then they start to talk about what you did that makes them so sad. And you never get to the bottom of your own emotions. So before you start investing your life story, before you start investing your emotions, before you start investing your business secrets, your financial secrets, your investing secrets into even an employee, into a colleague, observe them. We observe our, our financial investments We pay attention, you know, anyone who has been in investing, anyone who has done trading, you pay attention to when the, the, when those, the lines go up, you pay attention to that. You're looking at the trends, right? You want to make sure that those trends are going to stay consistent. Why? Because if I can pay attention to those trends for my money, I need to also pay attention to what those trends are look like in my relationships? What do those trends look like with my employee? So that I can begin to expect and I can only invest in times when I should. When should I give this person the time of day? Around the first of the month because that's when they're really kind. But for the rest of the month, we'll be very short on how much time we invest. Yes. And then Number four, right? Number four. Finally, decide what you need to do to keep yourself, your business, your life matters safe and sound. Your life, your business, your family needs to be safe. And if it's not safe around people who are toxic, people who are narcissistic, if you keep taking blows in business, then you have to make some decisions. It's time to take inventory, right? And not go by what a person is saying with their mouth. Pay attention to what they are doing. Yes, and this is gonna save you so much time. Oh my God, you can spend years Years on people that talk a good game. They keep telling you things are going to change. Things are going up from here. I got a new lease on life. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing better now. No, I don't want to hear the words that are coming out of your mouth. I am paying attention to what you are doing. I'm watching your body language, <laughs> right? I'm watching every detail so that I can know where to put my expectations, so that I can know what my next moves are. 
And once you decide, what, what are my next moves? What are the moves that I need to make? Now that I know who this person is, now that I know what to expect from them, what, what are my next moves? Are, is, is it that I need to move away from this person? Do I need to fire this employee? Do I need to go and get some therapy for myself and my partner? What are my next moves based upon what I know to expect now, based upon what I need to be safe, what I need for my business to be safe, my children to be safe, my legacy to be safe, based upon that, and now I know what I can expect from you, if I can expect from you that you're not going to help me keep those things safe, then really our relationships needs to be distant or non-existent, right? <laughs> Sometimes we have to emotionally distance ourselves from people and keep your business your business. Don't worry. Yes, they had a horrible life before they met you. And I know your heart is so big. You want to take them in. You want to take care of them. And oh my God, I would be such a good friend for them. I'm doing my best to be a good friend to this person. Listen, being a good friend sometimes means that you let that person go. That you become emotionally distant for them. Because when you stay in close quarters with a toxic or narcissistic person, you are enabling that person to stay the same. And it's not good. It's not a good space. Yes? So, queen, listen. I know you got a whole lot out of that. I got a whole lot out of that. I want you to listen. I'm so serious. Go get your journal and make sure that you take notes. Sometimes you got to take notes in your phone because you may not have your journal there at the office with you. Take notes in your phone. Give yourself a a voice recording so that you can clearly observe the, the, the emotional, the behavioral cycles of the people around you so you know what to expect and you know how to deal. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you are going to enjoy your one-on-one session with me. Go to iqueenup.com, click on work with LaShawn, and let's get your journey moving forward. It drips constantly. Love cannot help but to drive fear from its roots in you. You are loved. You are loved. You don't need anybody's validation. You got your own.